Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Program Perceptions, which is a podcast geared towards dissecting ways we might have been programmed and talking through our perceptions. My name is Dr. Tanisha Barton, and in this episode, I am going to talk about mentoring. So here lately, I have gotten a lot of questions about mentoring. How do you know how to find a mentor? How do you know what to do? How do you have good mentor relationships? What is a mentor? How do I know what I need? All of those different questions. And I wanted to make a podcast episode about this topic. So I get asked this question a lot professionally as I'm working, uh, meeting with people, interacting with different people and talking to leaders. I, I always get asked either how do you know when you need to find a mentor or how do you know if a mentor is right for you? Because just because somebody might be assigned to you as your mentor or might be acting like a mentor, it doesn't necessarily mean that they are right for you. So I decided to make an episode about what I think matters in a mentor and how I would go about finding a mentor. So before I get started, my personal Instagram, Dr. Tanisha Barton, my podcast Instagram, Program Perceptions, and my personal website, programperceptions.com. So you can reach me in any of those avenues at any time. So first I want to say that sometimes the best mentor relationships are not necessarily the ones that are formed through saying, I need a mentor. This person says, great, you want a mentor? I'll be your mentor. And then you start mentoring people. Sometimes the best mentor relationships are just relationships that just happen to be people that you would turn to for advice. I have a lot of people in my life that they probably wouldn't say that our relationship is like a mentor relationship, but in reality it is because I lean on them for advice and I lean on them to help me think through things and vice versa. And so we're together in this relationship that is working for for the both of us. The other thing I want to say about mentoring is that just because somebody might sign on to be my mentor, that doesn't also mean that I might not be able to help them. So I feel like the best, in my personal opinion, the best mentoring relationships are the relationships where you're both helping each other some way, shape, or form, right? So I might know a lot about, let's just say, I might know a ton about finances. And I might be in a mentor relationship where the person I'm mentoring doesn't know anything about finances, but I know a ton about finances so we can connect in that way. But then the person that I'm mentoring like knows a lot about nutrition. And so I don't know a lot about nutrition, although I'm on a weight loss journey. I don't know as much as I probably should know. However, the person that knows a lot could really help me formulate some things in my in my like progress and how I'm doing things. So I say that to say there's not a right or wrong way to have a mentor relationship just for me, Tanisha, my personal opinion. The best mentor relationships happen when there's something that both people can learn and engage with. I do also want to mention as somebody who spends a lot of time mentoring other people, I don't like to mentor people if I don't feel like I'm also getting something out of the relationship or learning from the person that I'm mentoring. And so I'm currently mentoring people and there might not be, it might not look on the onset like that, like they, I'm taking things from them or that I'm learning from them. But the reality is, is if you go into situations and feel like you can learn and grow from any relationship that you have, that is helpful. And so one of my tips to finding a mentor is I would say, make sure that your mentor is willing to learn and grow as, 
at the same level that you are. Obviously, it would help if they're willing to grow a little bit more than you, right? Because then they can push you in that way. Um, but I would 100% say, make sure that you are in a mentor relationship with somebody that is also willing to learn from you so that you all can both keep learning from each other. I don't like one-sided relationships it normally. So I don't feel like you should have a mentor relationship that is not reciprocal um, because who does that work for? So first tip, the second tip is, um, I, if, if you were to ask me like what, what in a perfect world, what I think mentorship would be like, I would say two things. I think first you need to have a mentor that you're comfortable with somebody that you feel like gets you understands you understands, you know, your situations, things like that. Being a black woman in leadership, I might want to find another black woman in leadership or a black man in leadership or somebody that can relate to me based off my first positionality. I personally feel like race matters when you're thinking about mentorship for a lot of different reasons, but mainly because that person can put themselves in your situation. And I think it's easier to help develop somebody when you can put yourself in their situation. And so again, everything that I'm saying on this episode is a Tanisha thought. So that is just how I feel. Um, so having that person that you feel comfortable with, connected with is so helpful. However, I think the second mentor that you get should be somebody that is completely different and out of your comfort zones. So if you know me professionally and you're listening to this, this won't come as news to you, but one of the things I tell people all the time is my next mentor that I get professionally, I really, it really needs to be a white man. And I say that because I want to be in the circles or in the tables or in the room or in the decision-making or understand how white men make decisions. And so I know that's a slippery slope, but in order for me to really grow and to step into something that I'm wanting to be and something that I'm aspiring to be, I need to understand what that looks like. So there are circles that I, Tanisha, will never get invited to on my own. I just won't be. They won't. I'm not. I don't look like them. I don't talk like them. I don't have the mindset like them. Like maybe I don't know, but there's a lot of things that I'm different in a lot of ways. And so the way to get around that difference is to have a mentor that can really, you know, give you those tips and tricks for lack of a better word, right? Or talk to you in a way that helps you to understand what, what the people in the room are saying so that you can start to learn and, and understand the language and understand that positionality. Now, going back to the very first thing I said, if I was to find a mentor tomorrow and it be a white man, right? And he wasn't as invested in getting me to the next level as I was as getting to the next level. It's not going to be a good match because we both have to be moving in the same way and we both have same goals. And my hope would be through mentoring as he's mentoring me, he can also start to understand more about me or people like me. So that that can also help him as he starts to move forward as well. So again, coming back to just making that full circle on, yes, obviously, maybe, you know, let's say 60, 40 or 30 or 70, 30 percent is more for me learning and my development and my growth. But also that doesn't mean that this other person can't stand and learn and grow for me as well. So again, 
find a mentor that wants to learn and wants to develop very similar to you. Um, or if you're somebody that's kind of lacking in that, that esteem or that um, motivation, maybe find somebody that's going to help you stay 100% motivated, but maybe where you shine is process stuff. And so you can kind of bridge that gap, but make sure that you're finding, again, somebody that you're kind of comfortable with and somebody that you feel like can help you develop. Um, and then the other thing is, again, depending on where you're at, find somebody that's going to challenge you in different ways that you didn't even know that you wanted to be challenged in. Um, I think that that's important. If you were to ask me, Tanisha, how, what should I think about when I am looking for a mentor? I would say 100%, you need to find somebody that is not um, like you so that you can feel pushed in that way. The other thing that is important for me as I think about mentors and as I mentor people is just to be honest and state what you're needing. So a lot of times as, as people, I don't know why we do this. We do this little dance, right? And we're doing a dance. Nobody knows what the dance is. So let's say in my head, uh, the dance is the tango. Okay. So in my head, I'm doing the dance steps or the dance moves that are equipped for a tango. Perfect. But then my mentor is do uh, my mentor starts doing the dance steps for a salsa, but we've never communicated about what dance we are working on together because I'm working on the tango, they're working on the salsa, and we're hoping some way, shape, or form we're going to meet in the middle and everything is going to be fine. And then we wonder why our relationships don't work out when we're trying to be mentors or, or mentees. And so, again, I would give some thought to making sure that you can communicate effectively with your mentor. A lot of times for me, I always like to ask my mentor, my mentees like, Hey, you know, what is something that you're needing? How can I provide, um, some, some aspects for you? Or like, what can I do for you? How can I help you? And then I, if they don't ask me, I always like to ask them then, okay, here's some, here are some ways that I can help, or here's some ways that I'm thinking maybe you could even help me. Um, sometimes through work, this shows up with me, maybe telling them about a project I'm working on, or maybe telling them about ideas that I'm having, or maybe having them spell check or read through, um, something that I'm working on so that I can get a different aspect of what I'm doing. I also consider myself as a grassroots leader in the sense of, I don't need to walk into a room and introduce myself through title. I want to introduce myself as Tanisha because that's who I am and let what I'm doing speak for itself. And I think a mentor told me that when I was younger, and that is something I pride myself on doing. And so if you lead with that type of mindset of I am going to, I am a person and it doesn't matter if I'm a person with a bigger title. It doesn't matter if I'm a person with a bigger scope. None of that matters when it comes to needing to get the job done because we're all going to get the job done. Now, some of us might have different aspects <laughs> to do um, when we're doing the job done. Some of, uh, some of us might have to present out. Some of us might have to do different things or whatever. But to my core, to, my, to everything that I am, I am a people leader. And that means bringing people along with me and not feeling like I always have to make the declarative statement that I'm the boss and I'm here, right? And so I also do that with my mentor relationships because it's really important to me to make sure that my mentors feel connected to me and that they also want to um, want to learn from me, but then they realize that they're bringing me value as well. Because for me, I, I don't know, maybe it's just me, 
But some of the most fruitful relationships that I have in my life are the relationships where we're both working, right? Or we're both providing something to the relationship. Even if I don't think I'm providing much value, um, it doesn't matter what I think if the person that I'm in relationship with really helps me. Um, I think that's important. So the other thing I want to mention is don't be afraid to ask someone to be your mentor because sometimes, and I'm guilty of this, this has actually happened to me. Sometimes we don't realize we have knowledge or we have things to share, or we even have anything that somebody wants to learn from us because we oftentimes don't see ourselves in that way. Right. And so for me, making sure that people know that, Hey, you know, can you be my mentor? Um, that's important because that lets that person know, Hey, I see something in you that I'm wanting to take away and that I'm wanting to implement, that I'm wanting to implement. And I, I would love to learn that from you. And again, who doesn't want somebody to say that to them? It's a great feeling. It's if nobody has ever told you, Hey, um, I would love to partner with you on that, or I would love for you to mentor me. Um, it does something to you and it gives you a certain level of confidence. Like really? Okay. So there's something that I'm doing. That's great. And somebody wants to learn from me. So do not be afraid to ask somebody. Um, I, you know, I would love to be your mentor or do you mentor people or, you know, ask those questions so that you are aware of who, you know, who you're dealing with, what you might need from somebody and be afraid to explain, to tell them the why. Somebody recently came up to me and they were like, Hey, Tanisha, I would love for you to mentor me. And I was like, really? And mind you by title and by age, and I'm using air quotes like usual, nobody can see it by title and by age. Technically I have nothing to provide to them. They are in a high paying position. They are, you know, doing their thing. They've seen more things than I have and, and things like that. But the reason why they wanted me to mentor them is because I put together this thing at my company and they were really impressed by how I brought everybody along and how I um, continue to kind of lead through, through doing and lead through different things. And that was a skill that he actually wanted to develop. And I thought, really? And so, but again, right, like people are watching. And so I was flattered first by the fact that I, that he even thought he could learn anything from me. But then at the same time, I was like, it's so refreshing to know that even though I just think I'm just living my life, right. And I'm just doing what I'm doing. It was cool to know that somebody else perceived that as Tanisha's working her butt off. And I want to learn those things, or I want to one day um, have that skill that she has. And so I'm going to ask her. So I thought that that was fantastic. And again, if you're a leader and you can be that vulnerable and that honest with somebody who maybe doesn't have the same title as you, that is, that is, that shows more about you and more about what you value than anything else that you could ever do. And same thing, right? I also stand to learn from this relationship. It's a new relationship. We're getting to know each other um, in regards to, you know, careers and how we landed and how we got to certain places. And so it's fantastic. And so that would be something that I would, that I would also share. So one of the other things that often gets talked about in the, the, the whole kind of, I, I would say the gem of mentorship is coaching and sponsorship. 
So there's a couple of things I want to mention about this. And I also want to preface all of this by saying is I am not an expert of any about any of this stuff. I am just going to talk about my experiences and share out the things that I think are important and to share out what I've seen work and what I've seen done, because I think that that will at least give some context of the difference between the the three and how to figure out what it is you're needing. So first and foremost, a coach is somebody that's going to inspire you. A coach is somebody that is going to coach you up and to give you those things that you didn't know you needed. So uh, let's use sports analogy. So if I was in the sports world, and I hope this analogy works for everybody, and uh, maybe I'll I'll use a sports analogy, and then maybe my brain will allow me to think about another analogy <laughs> that I will say um, that aligns with the same messaging. So if I am an athlete and I am playing a sport, my coach is the person who's going to encourage me, give me some tips, make me better, uplift me, get me ready and decide, you know, when it's time for me to go in, when it's time to play. And they're really in control of taking me to that next level, right? And and know, letting me know when I'm ready for the next level. So that's one thing a coach will do. If you're looking for a mentor, so your coach can be your mentor, but your coach wouldn't be your mentor in the game. Right. So if I go back to the sports analogy, as a coach, you're sitting on the bench, your coach tells you to go in the game. You start playing the game. During the game, something happens, your coach pulls you over to the side, gives you some feedback, sends you back out there because they want you to correct it. Right. So they're coaching you to hopefully make you better. Then as a mentor, if you're, let's just say your coach, let's use the same analogy, your coach is your mentor also. The relationship changes a little bit. So your coach is not your mentor when you're in the game, because it can't happen. Your coach is your mentor when, let's say, you need to talk to them about life, or you need to talk to them about a multitude of things that doesn't involve actual physical activity in regards to the game that you were just in. So mentor would be somebody that's going to really guide you through and help you through situations. Now, the coach is going to tell you how to fix it. The mentor is going to give you ideas. Have you thought about this? Have you thought about this? Here's what I'm seeing. Maybe you should do this. Maybe try this. A coach is going to really guide you and say, okay, based off what I'm seeing, this is what I think you should be doing. And then you go do it. A mentor is going to give you some options. And a good mentor is going to say, here are some things that I'm thinking. Here's what I think I'm hearing you say. Have you tried this? What about that? And it's more of like an idea sharing. And again, it's more of a relationship builder as opposed to your coach is serving a, a singular purpose um, within the relationship. Now, a sponsor would be how your coach changes once you're done playing your sport and you're ready to go play in college or play professionally. So a sponsor would then be, if we're using the same example of sports, um, a, a sponsor would be the person who might reach out to a university and say, Tanisha is really good at this aspect. She's good at this. She's good at this. She accepts feedback. She does this. She does that, right? And they are now sponsoring you in order to open doors for you that you might not be able to open for yourself. So that is a sponsor's job. A sponsor is really to extend your arm or extend their arms and you become extension of them. 
And so if I think about a sponsor, I, in my head, I just thought of Inspector Gadget that ages me, but whatever. Um, but if, if you're thinking about a sponsor, um, a sponsor is really somebody that goes out there and stretches their tentacles or think about an octopus. An octopus, I think has eight tentacles. I think, um, an octopus, it has a head, but then the other eight tentacles are kind of doing their thing. That is what a sponsor does. A sponsor is kind of the head that has all these different tentacles that is helping you and other different areas that you might be in. And so depending on what you're needing in life, you might not need a mentor. You might actually need a coach. If you're somebody that kind of needs to get on track or you need that constant, I don't want to use the word grilling because that kind of sounds a little dramatic, but if you're somebody that's like looking to really hone in on a specific skill and really develop in certain ways, um, you might need a coach. Another thing to think about is sometimes coaches are there to serve a specific purpose. Mentors or are, depending on your mentor relationship, can be there for a lifetime. Mentors can be there or for a time in your life. It really depends on what you're needing. A sponsor, depending on what they're sponsoring you for, could only be there for a certain time frame. And if you have a good sponsor, your sponsor is going to tell you how to then be a sponsor for somebody else that needs to be where you need to be, right? I consider myself a connector. I consider myself as somebody that like, if I see something and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just saw something that I think you would be really good at. Let me connect you. I'm going to connect people and then I'm going to be, become their sponsor. And it's basically going from the coach of I'm going to coach you up. You can do this. Yay. Let's go to the mentor of being like, let me give you all the tips and tricks and things um, to going to be a sponsor where it's like, get behind me. I got you. Let me talk about how fantastic you are and let me help you get to this next place because I'm going to step in front of you and I'm going to sponsor you um, in order to get there. So the, those are the three differences between a coach, a sponsor, and a mentor or a coach, mentor, and a sponsor. Now, again, like I said at the beginning, this is a Tanisha thought process. And this is what I have seen in professional and personal settings, um, as well as, as far as people trying to develop and trying to like really freshen, freshen something, really freshen some things and eh, really learn and develop some skill sets. And so, um, I did mention that I was going to try to use another analogy. If you're not a big sports fan and here it goes, I'm going to try it, but I don't know how well this is going to play, but, um, I, I don't know. Here we are. So let's use a different analogy. Let's use a school analogy. Um, school, I don't really know if that's fun. Um, let's use a parent relationship. So as a parent, I think when your child is younger and when your child is learning and developing, you're kind of like a coach. You are, mind you, I don't have kids. So, you know, take everything I'm saying, you know, whatever, but I just want to throw it out there because I don't like when people try to give advice about situations they're not in, but this is what I see. So this is what I'm thinking. So as a parent, you are their coach, right? You are their coach until they're probably in high school or for some kids, maybe they still listen and pay attention in high school, bless their hearts, but in college they start to shift. So you are their coach until they're in high school, you are coaching them up. You are telling them things they could, should do. You are sitting them down and giving them feedback at the dining room table. You're punishing them. You're giving them all these guidelines because you need them to grow up to be a great person. So you are their coach. Fantastic. Then what happens, there reaches a certain age where, yes, you're still their parent, 
but you really kind of fall back and become a mentor and you become this, this person. And this is what I, this is what I've experienced with my parents. So maybe I'm speaking, um, maybe this isn't for everybody, but this is what happened to me. When you become a mentor to your children, that's kind of like when they're in college and they're experiencing different things and they're having to make their own decisions, but you are able to mentor them through the decisions. Again, you're not telling them what to do because you can no longer do that. They might be in a dorm. They might be in college. They might be in a different state or hell, they just might be too grown for you to be able to try to tell them what to do, right? So you kind of take a back seat and you love them but you mentor them. And so your relationship becomes more of like a mentor relationship in the sense that they're calling you when they need something, you're providing them some type of guidance, um, some, some type of different scenario, situations, things to think about. They are also helping you because they are helping you as a parent realize like things that you could do better, ways that you can communicate with them. And it's just a good relationship where you're both trying, learning and developing, right? So that is that age. Then there reaches the stage of sponsorship. And this is where I think I'm at with my parents. I feel like I've been here for probably 10 years. Um, it's that aspect where, um, dad, I think I want to buy a new car, and but I'm not sure. And then dad tells me, let me tell you what I did. Let me tell you what I didn't do. Or dad says, you want to buy a car? Let me have you talk to this person. Let me open this door for you because they will know what you should do. Or, hey, dad, um, I need another home insurance. I don't know who I should go with. Dad says, let me let me help you with that. Let me open some doors for you. Hey, dad, I need a realtor. Hey, dad, I'm struggling in my relationship with my husband. Whatever those things would be, then as the parent now has a new role, right? Like you're no longer coaching me because that's kind of outdated because I'm older. You're no longer like mentoring me um, because, you know, we've kind of evolved. Um, but now you're becoming my sponsor and you're stepping in front of me and you're showing me how to do things. Again, those tentacles, you're putting out your tentacles to help me in hopes of once you help me and I reach those new heights, I will then reach back and help somebody else and take them there, them there. So it's like a reach one, teach one um, type of idea with sponsorship. So again, use the coach analogy. I think it's a little bit more easier for me to talk through that analogy. Um, but then again, obviously with parents, and so applying that situation similar, um, obviously you can take this analogy anywhere and look at it in through the ideas of being a professional and your company, look at it through the ideas of your friendships. I mean, you know, things ebbs and ebb and flow. The other thing I want to say is that you might not need a mentor for a year, two years, you, or you might need a mentor for four years. Everybody is totally different and that is okay. But as always, like just do things in your own timing and do things that make sense for you. And so again, um, mentoring is important. I would tell anybody to get a mentor if you don't have one. And again, make sure it's somebody that you trust, make sure it's somebody that can reciprocate what you're giving. And then also, you know, step outside of your comfort zone a little bit. Um, get somebody that is maybe a little bit different than you, but you stand to learn and you stand to grow from that relationship because that is where the most growth you will have is going to show up. And that is also a way for you to kind of measure where you're at and what you're getting from that relationship because it's already going to be stretching you. I know I made an episode before about getting out of your comfort zones. This is a fantastic time to try to step out of that and to try to do something new. 
And so, yeah, that is all I wanted to say about mentoring, coaching, sponsorship, all of those things. If you have any thoughts, feedback, suggestions, I would love, 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 love to hear them. Because again, I am just talking about my experience. Somebody might be listening to this that might be like, oh my gosh, I had a completely different experience. And that's fantastic. Um, let's talk about it. Share your experiences. I would love to hear them. The other thing is, is if you're listening to this episode and maybe it's not for you or you know somebody that needs to hear it, share it with them. Allow them to hear maybe somebody else's perspective. Or if you are somebody that is like, man, I want to become a mentor, but nobody has ever come to me and been like, oh my gosh, I would love for you to be my mentor. Um, maybe, maybe approach situations differently. Maybe tell people um, that you're interested in mentoring or maybe verbally let people know that you're available and that you would be happy to partner with them on their learning and their development. And sometimes things just don't happen organically. Sometimes they need to push and that's okay. But if you want to be a mentor, I would say invest the time and invest the energy because there's nothing better than a, than a, a fantastic mentor. And I know that firsthand from experience. So anyways, I will end this episode here. Thank you so much for listening. As always, your perceptions aren't always reality. Sometimes they're the lens in which you have been programmed.